Okay, rolling, yeah? Hey. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Vendor's Table. I'm MC Mide. Today, we are joined by Palangfa of Sophia Karis Events. Hey. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and we are also joined by Kemi, representing Tasty African Food. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. How you guys doing? Very well, thank you. Good, good, thank you. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining. Um, so we'll start with um, you, Palangfa. Um, what do you do in the wedding industry and why weddings? So um, I'm Palang Fat. I am the principal event planner at Sophia Karras Events. Um, so we do wedding planning for wedding planning as well as support and on the day coordination. Um, and did you say why weddings? Why weddings? I love it. I like getting into people's stories. I like the romance behind it, but I also like the fun elements. I think naturally I'm just very organized. I'm a planner um, naturally. So it's, I love the fact that I can really just help people to bring their vision to life. Um, and with weddings, there's no wedding that's ever the same. Like every client, every couple has their own unique spin, has their own twist. Um, and it's, it's a full day. You get to be a part of people's families. You get to create memories. So yeah, I love weddings. Wonderful, wonderful. And Kevin, what do you do in my weddings? Weddings. When you have weddings, you can't have a good wedding without good food. Mm, so true. you can't, I say food entertainment are key. Food being very key. People are hungry and they want good food. So being part of those beautiful days and being the key player. Obviously, planners are important, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but without food, I tell you, everyone would be grumbling. Yeah. Um, you yeah. would only get them to do things once they've eaten. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. <laughs> I'm an MC, I can, I second that. That is, yeah, nobody's listening to anything if they haven't eaten. Um, okay, wonderful. Um, all right, we're going to play a little game. Um, we're going to put you two against each other. Um, so I will ask a question and you have to guess the figure okay. and whoever gets closest wins the point okay so we've got five questions so we should have a winner um ready go for it wonderful <laughs> so what was the cost of the most expensive royal wedding dress hmm. in pounds yeah in pounds i was gonna say this hmm. one's in pounds 2.5 million 2.5 million. Am I to go higher or lower? <laughs> <laughs> the decision is yours. <laughs> I was going to say 3 million. 3 million. And you 2.5? Mm-hmm. Okay, the answer was 6 million pounds. Wow. 6 million pounds. <laughs> I so, was I wasn't well, sure where to go because it's tax money. So yeah. <laughs> we're the ones paying for the dress. <laughs> <laughs> I know, some people have a lot of excess cash. Um, so Kemi gets that first point. Um, okay, so for this question, Kemi, you'll answer first. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what is the most number of crystals placed on a wedding dress? A thousand. A thousand. I think significantly more. 10,000. Okay. The answer is 50,890. Wow. Yeah. And that would have been crystal heavy dress. Yeah. So that's one to Palangfa as well. So one, one. <laughs> um, and that means that you answer first for this next one. Okay. Um, what is the most number of marriage renewals by the same couple? Nine. Nine. 
are the same couple. Are the same couple. Eight. Eight. Okay. You can't keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same as option. If you're going to go on high or low, you might as well go by one. Um, you never know. Well, the answer is 101. Huh? What? Yeah, in Nashville, America. Americans are... Yeah, they're just extra. Yeah. How many years are they married extra. for, by the way? Do you know? I don't know. What? That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Maybe like every couple of months. Yeah, it must have been like. Come on, baby, let's I think go like every six months. months. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's a lot of renewals. Um, um, so yeah, that one's playing for that. So two okay. ones playing for that now. Right, she's winning. Uh, she is. Uh, this one, Kemi, you answer first. Um, what is the age of the oldest man to get married? Hmm. Age of the oldest man, hundred. Hundred. Thank for which way are you going? People have lived long, so I'll say. <laughs> oh, you, you didn't say in the Bible. No, no, no. Yeah, no. on no, earth, no. not more people. <laughs> Let's go with one ten. One ten. Okay, mm. the answer is one hundred and three. Ah. So Kelly just gets it. <laughs> you should have taken her tactic and gone one oh one. Oh, okay. So okay, so two two, so this is the decider. Blank fight, you got answer first for this one. Age of the oldest woman to get married. hundred and five. 105, okay. And me? 99. 99. The answer is 91. <laughs> I saw this. 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 I when did you when did you get these answers? Actually, no, I may have no, that I may not that be the right answer. answer. <laughs> I think that was I may the right have answer. asked the question wrong. But I will give you that anyway. But I was taking that based off the oldest couple to get married. Uh, okay. And I took their ages. Okay. So not that actual, yeah. So there's so human that, error there. We'll we'll double we'll check, double check what the ages. But for the sake of the game, we have a winner. <laughs> Fair enough. Congrats. Um wonderful, wonderful. Right, let's get into the topic, food, food, glorious food. Um, let's start with um, catering styles. So we've got three different styles. We've got buffet. We have family style buffet, which is buffet to the table and plate and service. What are the differences between the three? I'll ask you. So with a buffet is usually the cheapest option. Is one where you have your chefing fuel, you have your beautifully laid out chefing dishes and you have guest queue with a family bowl service that usually you have bowls of food depending on the meal options the clients have chosen and that's kind of placed on their table. Then you have the plated. Plated, you could serve it in form of a silver service where you kind of take the plate, you see how it's beautifully designed, carry three plates in one hand and kind of serve the guest. Okay, perfect. Is there a better style, like, is there a style that suits a certain kind of wedding or guest number or why go for a certain style over another? Yes and no. 
So if you have a huge wedding, say about 500 guests, if you do a plated service, unless they have a huge budget, that would be very expensive. Mm. But having said that, we have seen cases where people just want to be fed while mm-hmm. seated. And so there is no right or wrong way to do it. It's yeah. the budget. Okay. Um, the cost of plated largely comes from the service servers. Y- yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, because you then have one waiter to one table. Okay. Um, for a good service. In in other words, you don't want to wait hours before mm-hmm. you eat. Mm-hmm. So, and if you think about restaurants, you have swarm of people just coming at yeah. once and serve you. So, it's usually a ratio of one to one table. But if you have a huge party, you could get away with two to three tables. Okay. So, two waiters to three table, but ideally one to one. Um, and with that, yes, you do a lot of waiters, a lot of hours in there as well for yeah. those waiters. Okay, fine. Um, and then, from the planning side, I guess the time for each service is different, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's why I was good. As, I'm glad she picked up on that because for a service like that, we would. One of the questions I would first ask and speak when I speak to the caterer is, "How many waiters are you mm. bringing to deliver this service?" Mm. Because depending on what they respond, that tells me how much time I need to allocate in the schedule, mm. um, and hopefully they're bringing a sufficient amount of waiters. Um, If not, then that means just for the food service alone, you could be looking at an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours if they don't have a sufficient number of stuff. And that is a long time to wait to be served. And like with a buffet, obviously you have the rogues that will just queue up. (laughs) With that sort of service, there's no queuing. You're literally going to be there waiting. Um, And what that does is it puts pressure on all the other vendors in the room. So the pressure will be on the MC to keep everyone entertained. Or the pressure might be on the DJ. They may have to squeezing a dj set at that time or an entertainer they may have to fill the time with entertainment so i think depending on what they've booked it does affect other things um, and sometimes can increase the cost in other areas because you may need more entertainers because of the fact that the demand will be there to keep people's attention Mm. etc so i would definitely say it's one to think about Mm. i would definitely Mm. encourage couples and planners to be have those open conversations as early as possible Mm. because it could incur cost down the line so what's an ideal time window for food service i'll say if you can keep food service to about an hour or less i think that's fairly comfortable okay i think that's comfortable so even if it's a buffet, the thing with buffet is that you can keep it going fairly quickly because mm-hmm. you just need an extra station or so. Yeah. Um, and I think if if that works well for everyone, if the budget is there for the couple, I would definitely encourage that. Mm-hmm. If you're looking at, let's say, 300 people, once you hit 300 plus, I would say start having two stations to keep the time going. But if you could do it where an hour 45 minutes an hour is is suitable that i would say that okay yeah i would say if logistics permit Mm. anything above 200 aim for two two stations especially if it's a kind of couple where they want everything done seamlessly Mm. say anything above 200 just aim for two or even if you're not going to have to if you're going to have a swallow as a meal option just have a separate queue for that Mm. swallow because you find out that you don't need to queue 
if all you want is swallow, you can just easily yeah. go into the queue you want. So if the if, if logistics know what they want. Don't. <laughs> you come to a wedding knowing exactly what you want to eat. <laughs> and you look at the food and you go, actually, I want that. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> so get that. So if logistics permit and they have a big budget, because mm. sometimes it's you're you're doubling the staff pretty much. Yeah, yeah. If you have yeah. two stations, and it's not just the waiters, you're thinking about how the food is continuously topped up. Mm. So bear in mind that you don't want to get to a party where the food is almost done. Um, or you're topping up and you find out that what well, you're topping it up is cold. So we don't yeah. do that. So mm. we have enough staff to, to top up. We have food managers that monitors that. Mm. So if you have two stations, just think about two stations of, you know, mirroring exactly the same thing. Mm. Hey. And imagine at least yeah. jollof rice at each each yes, station. Absolutely, jollof <laughs> Not rice. that one queue has yeah, this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to mirror exactly yeah. the, same the same thing, thing. isn't it? And then mm-hmm. the setup has to be mirrored as well because yeah. it's part of their decor. Mm-hmm. You do a lovely setup. Yeah. And people love it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to be captured at the beginning. So you're it's it's not going to be as easy as you think, but mm. when you have a huge party like that, but again, we work with one depending on the budget. Yeah. We work yeah. with one as well. Yeah. We have, and that's the important thing. Wherever the budget is there, yeah. we do what yeah, we can for them, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> um, so talk about starving levels, cost differences. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the smile for me. <laughs> I know, right? It so can be. I think, because obviously, I feel like, um there's there's like a there's this number thrown around that food service now starts from like 35 or 40 pound per, per head um and i don't know whether that's misleading or whether it's true or whether it's um obviously based on certain things but obviously there's different factors that affect the price absolutely it's a fair number i think it's a fair number but again i think it depends on what your what selections you're making mm. um cuz obviously you would know some caterers say okay you say they give you a list of 10 and they say okay pick 6 from yeah. this mm-hmm. if you're like oh but i want actually 7 oh no actually let's throw in the lamb chops so mm. 8 mm. so it also yeah. depends on on the selections that you choose yeah. as well okay. that has that has an effect on the price so if let's say you just went for the standards of jollof rice fried rice um chicken assorted meat coleslaw then yeah that's going to be fairly affordable when you now start adding the mac and cheese the sea bass the prawns <laughs> the this the, the price has to go up absolutely yeah. has to go up and that's what i was going to pick on it's not like for like mm. so even if you were to compare caterers around you couldn't really do that mm. um because you have to look at the caterer you're working with and mm. go okay this is tasty for instance okay what are the meal options we have eight options to choose from so you have your starters you have your main um then you have your dance hour meal and you have the um drizzle tasty dessert that it does so it's a case of okay i want to combine all that mm. but you cannot compare life for life in that in that respect yeah but going back to your question in terms of cost yes you could have ranging from 30 plus for a buffet but then when you start thinking of the complexity of plated mm. then you should be adding a markup of at least 15 percent on that one mm. Um, because you have to factor the staff, the number of guests. Um, but again, if the food option is limited, mm. it may even work out better. 
So okay. you can't have everything. Like yeah. with a plated service, it has to be limited. Yes. Otherwise, it gets too complex. The options, yeah, yeah. I mean, you haven't seen people order jello fries, fried rice, and then amalai again. How are you going to eat all of that? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Doubling up on plates as well. <laughs> exactly. So you could, when you do those plated service, you limit those options. Mm. When you limit those options, it becomes seamless. It becomes easier to manage. Mm. Another thing on that point as well that I can definitely testify even with working, we did an event not too long ago, mm-hmm. is one of the things I loved when I when they arrived is they went straight to work, which is oh. great for a planner. Um, <laughs> and I could really see the time that they were putting towards the setup. And I'm not even trying to blow your trumpet because <laughs> you're here. Because I told you on the day, they had like floral arrangements in between each of the chafing dishes the names of the food items were clearly labeled. It wasn't mm. just a handwritten that someone mm. just quickly did mm. in the kitchen. Mm. It was clearly presented. Mm. They had QR codes for those mm. with allergies. Yeah. All okay. of that was yeah. very orderly and it was presented well. Yeah. So me personally, as a planner, those are the things I look out for because when I'm speaking to a couple, especially if I know that they're very key on details, mm. I can say, yes, this may be their price, but this is the value that they're bringing Absolutely. to the day. Mm. So it's not just the food. It's how they presented the food. Mm. It's how friendly the staff yeah. are. You know, sometimes you go to a wedding, you say, oh, I want two spoons of jollof rice. And they just give you, <laughs> you know, they do this thing. But if, if the staff... <laughs> We've all been there. We've all done it. We've all done it. We've all scared to ask for more food because of their face. Do you know what I mean? But are, are the staff friendly? Did they arrive on time? Mm. Did they adhere to the guidelines that were in the contract? Or are they going to, is the couple going to get charged because they used the fridge and they weren't supposed to? Do you mm. know what I mean? So sometimes the price actually reflects the value, the professionalism, yeah. and the quality of the staff as well as the food on the day. So sometimes yeah. that's why it's more expensive. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask about, she's talking about, when a, or the prep that goes into it is majority of the food cooked prior or on site or no a majority of the cook it depends on the meal so if okay. you have the usual rice majority of it is cooked yeah um and then we preserve the qualities cooked shortly before the event and we transport it to the event now when you talk about evening food or the starters that is made on site okay and that's served fresh so nothing compares to Tasty's African puff puff. No, don't even go there. Nothing compares to Tasty's African puff puff. So, and that's one of the canopies we don't like serving cold. Yeah, that's got to be, be hot, hot and fresh. on yeah, yeah. site. Yeah. yeah. And then you come back for more. Yeah. <laughs> no, true. Um, okay. And then I was going to say, okay, canopies. We'll go to canopies. Um, no, we'll come back to cannabis. Um, <laughs> what time? Because as an MC, I know that when I'm doing my thing, if people haven't eaten, there's no point. <laughs> they ain't going to be paying attention to me whatsoever. Yeah. And I'm always conscious that when I get a timeline sent to me, one of the first things I look at is like, cool, how soon after starting are we doing food? How long is a good, like, where do you put, where would you look to put food on a, on a timeline? depends on the day it depends how early the couple have started sometimes they might have a 10 o'clock ceremony sometimes mm. they might have a one o'clock ceremony so it really depends on the flow of the service but what i always one thing i always try and do because i understand food like <laughs> people can get really hangry <laughs> is is i always try and encourage couples especially if there's a large amount mm. of people 
have a cocktail hour. Mm. Um, yes, there's a cost involved, but it, it creates a mm. better experience for your guests. Mm. Um, anything can happen on the day. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen on the day. But if they have that element of food and drinks, mm. it ties you over, it buys you time and it buys you favor with your guests. Mm. So I always encourage couples to have something, some yeah. sort of refreshments for the couple. It doesn't have to be expensive. Mm. You don't have to pick like 10 cocktails or 10 mocktails, but let them have something. Sure. Then let them be seated. Let the entrances start. Let the MC have a bit of a, you know, some time to get the guests warmed up. And then we start. I actually did a wedding. Um, this is probably three years ago where they had a cocktail hour. Yes. But once guests were seated, we went straight to the buffet. Mm. And the, the couple hadn't actually walked into the couple and the bridal party went straight downstairs to have their food. They had like their own intimate mm. um, lunch downstairs. And I was like, when the bride told me first, I was like, Oh, and she was like, yeah, that she did it. And she loved the fact that the bridal party and the bride and groom got to have Mm. their own time Mm. together and to actually reflect on the day. Because if you think about it, the bridal party don't see each Mm. other till Mm. you get to the church. Mm. And there isn't that opportunity for them to really mingle and Mm. chat apart from when they're taking the pictures. Mm. So again, everybody came in, found your seat. We started straight to buffet. And then about maybe we timed it, maybe 10 to 15 minutes before the end of the buffet. Then we started doing the entrances. Mm. Then after the entrances, straight to speeches. Mm. And it actually flowed really, really well. And obviously the guests had Mm. been fed. They had Mm. drinks. So everyone was really involved. People were quiet for the speeches. (laughs) (laughs) Which is is a thing. Mm. Um, So yes, I think just work with the experience of the day. Put yourself in their position. How would you like to feel? What would you like to be doing at Mm. this point? Mm. And yeah, take it from there, I would say interesting mm. I, that is very different um but it works it did as long as it, it works that's the main yeah. thing and the couple enjoyed it so um okay canapes um yeah like i said canapes i think are very important because they buy you that time especially if guests have been there from whatever time it is early um and they're not going anywhere else for food yeah. like they're going to be on site if it's all happening in one place they're going to be on that one site yeah, so exactly. um it's something to give what um what would you recommend around canapes depends on clients um what we tend to serve we start with the authentic tasty puff puff <laughs> um, we have puff puff we have spring rolls we have prawns we have we have we have all sorts um we have mini pies in all forms meat, fish, chicken, very conscious of vegetarian options as well. Mm. Um, whatever we do, there will be a selection regardless of your dietary requirement. We're able to still meet whatever the guests want. So it's it's a widespread of canapes that we offer. And do you recommend like a particular number of, canop- like of options or? Okay, so we have to use services when it comes to canapes. We could do the plated service or we could do more like a buffet, but the taking around service mm-hmm. where you kind of, but our aim is always to make sure that regardless of the numbers, everybody has a bit of everything. Mm. And so it's usually one-to-one. So you have 300 guests, everybody's going to have canopies. Okay. And everybody's going to have extra left because, mm-hmm. I mean, she'll testify to that. There'll be loads left mm. because it's not a case of where we count it. We kind of size the, the guests we're having and the aim is to make sure you don't want to come and go. I didn't. Uh, people start fighting. Oh, I don't have this. No, mm. it's there. Everyone would have. And if it's not enough, we'll make more. 
Because you make it's it fresh. It's that easy. Yeah. Because we make it fresh, exactly. Makes sense, makes sense. Okay, wonderful. And that's not even another, just to pick up on that, this is why it's important, I think, for, you know, like caterers and planners or any vendor of the day to work well with the coordinator. Yeah. We are important. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of just, we, we keep the day going. Yeah. We keep the schedule going. Yeah. We can easily let you know actually we need to keep going we need more food or exactly. we can advise the waiters go to the back yeah like people at the back yeah. haven't had because that always happens they're coming away by the door where they see they're them coming out from. The door. <laughs> and once they come out on the tray boop, 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 yeah. within yeah. minutes it's yeah. gone yeah um whereas we have people on site to be able to direct you yeah. um as to go to the back or actually can we take it around <laughs> let's cut this corner and go yeah. through the room or go here to get to make sure everyone has it or even there's times where you have to delay service mm. Something has happened. Not everyone has reached the venue yeah. or the reception venue at the time expected. So rather than you frying up and getting things yeah. ready, we might say, okay, actually, let's delay by 10 minutes. Let's delay by 15 minutes. So that communication yeah. is key to make mm. sure that food is not wasted, to make sure it's Absolutely. fresh um, and to make sure that people enjoy it once they do arrive. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I had a point at the back of that, but I completely forgot it. Um, I think going back to canopies, what we'd usually do is we'd have at least one waiter to 25 guests. Okay. So you could therefore have, so depending on how many guests you have, so you're not waiting for that one person to come back before mm-hmm. we serve. No, mm. it's usually one to 25. So you could literally have four or five people, depending on the number of guests, take out canopies at the same time. That's good. Okay. And yeah. you got a range. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, so as you make stuff fresh. Yes. What about if there's no, have you done a venue where there's no kitchen? Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> there was a kitchen, but you can really use the kitchen. Fine. So, Again, this is part of the due diligence we do, mm. especially when we work with planners. We do ask, what do we have access to? For certain venues that we may not even have planners, we would visit sites and see what it's like mm-hmm. um, because it helps us preserve the quality of the food. Yeah. And so for those, there are certain canopies we will not recommend because you just don't want it to be. Some canopies can be served cold and they're perfectly fine. Mm. But some canopies can get a bit, you know not to the best yeah. of quality and so you tend to move away from that things like prawns can be served cold it doesn't matter pies can be served cold even puff puff can be served it won't be cold it can be warm because mm. we have what we can use to preserve mm. the temperature as well yeah um even spring rolls depending on how you do it um so we have had in fact we had one last week we didn't have a kitchen we didn't even have a kitchen um yes we didn't have a <laughs> 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 I, gosh we got to the hall we're like okay let's make it work yeah and we made it work it was a beautiful wedding yeah. um they they had the canopies in the garden and it worked it's just a case of okay let's map out logistics mm. where we're going to stay and conceal yeah. ourselves yeah so the no one sees exactly how this is going but make sure everybody eats and they get the right service as well so we have had venues where there were no kitchens wow i always find that so miraculous <laughs> literally like i remember i did an event a few years ago um and they were supposed to have done a renovation so by the time that the couple actually did the visit they had promised the couple that there would be like a new kitchen by the time oh, the wedding yeah. came round. um then covid happened it got delayed got delayed got delayed and i believe i'm convinced the venue knew at a certain point that they would not do that renovation but they didn't tell all mm. the couples that they would not actually be doing the renovation so they told the couples that there is a space for a kitchen but didn't i think itemize specifically mm. so i remember when i went for the visit and i was like 
so where's the kitchen? <laughs> it was literally just yeah. a huge room. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've just renovated it. We've got new floors. We've got new... But where is the... Where are the, the appliances? appliances? <laughs> where is the silver? Where is... And they were like, oh, um, yeah, so that's for the caterer to sort out. And we were like, okay, so this isn't what was agreed when mm. the couple booked this venue. And then we literally had to start from scratch with, to work with the caterer because she wasn't able to make the site visit to say, well, this is what we have. So you... You need to make it happen. So in the end, she had to cook some stuff off site. She had to do some warming on site. Um, but yeah, that no kitchen yeah. stuff is yeah. miraculous. And that, I, like you said, I've seen caterers pull yeah. it off. Yeah. And I'm thinking, how did you do it? Yeah. But yeah, there's, there's a well, way that they do it. With <laughs> kitchens, one of the things that you usually say is you do your due diligence like mm -hmm. we do because what if you're not allowed to use certain appliances mm. and you have well? worked everything around? Oh, I'm going to use this when mm. I get there. So we do those due diligences. What are we allowed to use? What yeah. can we bring? What can we not bring? Um, from an electrical point of view, certain venues will tell you, you know, you can't plug this, you can't use yeah, this deep fryer, you can't use that. <laughs> so we kind of find ways around, okay, how can we improvise this? What mm. can we do to make this happen? And so these are the kind of due diligence we do with venues, when we work with planners, and when we just plan the food as well, when the couples want specific food, and we just work around that. So for instance, you say you want to you wanna have a bula, right? But you're not allowed to cook a bula there. Mm. I've seen people like make it and then put in chafing dishes. Nah. <laughs> I have seen people do that. That one. I want to see work. the fire that you cook no, this no, no, thing no. with. So those are the things where we go, no, this has to be done on site. Yeah. You know, we want, it has to be hot. That's, yeah. that's a bula. Yeah. You can't have a bula without it steaming hot. It's not even good. It's, it's not even having it after <laughs> <It's> that. Not, <laughs> <laughs> but, but again, going back to the point we made before, this is why these are things that are included in the cost. Yes. When you're getting your quotes from mm. caterers, it's yeah. not just the food. Exactly. It's the experience. Yes. It's the decisions. It's yes. the ability to, adapt absolutely to a, to a variety of situations mm -hmm. those are the things that you can't buy and you can't mm -hmm. write that on an invoice Correct. my experience over yeah. x amount of years yeah. like so so sometimes a couple has to make the investment mm. in the knowledge of and the expertise of mm. vendors and that's what will save your day yeah um because you might work with someone who is very very cheap and you're yeah. like oh this fits our budget great but on the day they don't have the experience to handle yeah. anything or, you know, unfortunately, maybe the guest food is cold yeah. or they've Ooh. covered the fried rice. So there's sure. no fried rice that day. Everything exactly. is smelling. Everything is slimy. Yeah. Hmm. That yeah. 50 pounds that you thought you yeah. saved, <laughs> you wish that you had it. Absolutely. You're, you're paying for experience. So you yeah. can never put a, you, you can't put money to it. No, you can't. You're talking decades. It's, it makes yeah. a Tasty. big difference. I've oh, seen. Two, we span across two decades, you know. That's wild. Amazing. 2000. You can't That's wild. That. Yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> And I think I've seen I think I've seen I've seen I've been at a wedding where someone a guest came up to me and said, This fried rice is off. Dear. I've gone to tell the planner, we've both gone to the yellow fried uh, the oh, fried dear. rice. It was <laughs> to pack that station up and go and it's like Do you know what? No. So I think also as caterers, one of the things that we're very conscious of, seasons. Mm. What you cook in winter yeah. and what you cook during summer, you have to be very conscious of how you preserve the quality mm -hmm. of the food. Mm. Winter, that fried rice could probably be okay. Mm. I could tell you maybe it's summer. Yeah. You cook fried rice summer and you cover it. It will go off quite quickly. Yeah. Mm. Compared to winter, 
you'll be fine. Yeah. You will be fine. And then there's certain venues that tell you, you can't leave food beyond certain hours outside. Yeah. Mm. So these are things that, you know, as caterers, we're very mindful of. Yeah. And so you want fried rice? Okay, then we know, okay, fried rice, fresh, done and dusted. Mm. It can be cooked. You have an event 7 p.m. and you've cooked the fried rice 6 a.m. in the morning. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. season of the year is also very important when you talk about certain types of food. I yeah. wasn't aware of that. Yeah. <laughs> or when they when they contract bookings out to, to someone. Oh, um, no, we don't do that. Yeah, Everything okay. is authentic, is yeah, affordable. It's good. Come I, to I tasting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a wedding where they, uh, they contracted some of the food to someone else and everything that that other oh, person yeah. made, if you had it, you had problems the next day. Yeah. So we had a hashtag. <laughs> no. We did. So again, these are the decisions that you learn over time. Um, wow. And again, this is why experience matters. Absolutely. So, yeah. <sighs> and you don't want a situation where Nigerian Ketra is sued. Come on. Oh. Everybody's yeah. hustling to make hands yeah, meet. And so the last thing down. you want to is someone suing you because they ate your food. Yeah. Mm. So, And that's certainly one thing we don't do. Yeah. Health and safety is very key yeah so think about you be. being in sainsbury and then the news comes out the next day no it's not on yeah mm. so it's 100 percent for us health and safety wonderful yeah. that's what we like to hear absolutely um the burning question <laughs> who calls up people for buffet ah. <laughs> it's between we the three of us here <laughs> <laughs> we don't get involved. <laughs> we you know get... what? <laughs> I think it depends. Yeah. I think it depends. I there are certain there are certain MCs that I work with. I I trust them to get on with it. Mm. Um, I know that they are fair. I know that there's a system in place. Yeah. Or if there isn't, we discuss it in advance. Mm. Um, and I'm happy for them to call the tables mm. because I also know that for certain MCs, it actually creates and builds rapport with them and the guests. Mm. So they they would know how to implement their style. Mm. They would know how to, um, for example, I know some certain MCs they do it like games per tables. So they they have in their mind that okay, I'm I'm building this rapport with this table or this whatever, and then they know that okay, cool, you guys go next, something mm. like that. Um, but again, if I'm working with an MC or if I've seen them before and I'm like mm, I'm not quite sure what what mm. how they would do it, then my team does it. It's, okay, yeah, simple, straight to the point. Fair, fair. Yeah, here is that. <laughs> i'm not involved like. um, <laughs> um okay um if you could give uh, a piece of advice to couples planning their wedding around food and catering or timings what would it be in terms of food timing i would say to keep your guests happy um timing should be as soon as possible um, so that you don't have grumpy guests mm-hmm. um, in terms of cost is you get you pay you know what you pay for you get it I would say it's never like for life when you compare you have to look at the caterer and to what you said earlier it's just beyond the jollof rice it's everything that goes behind the jollof rice the whole presentation the whole service timeliness mm. um, quality of food you don't want mm. food poison no one no one wants hashtag the next yeah. day <laughs> <laughs> so those are things where you 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 can't really put money on yeah um it's Good. an experience that you you want to enjoy yeah okay thank you i would say um go for a tasting and make sure you enjoy the food Mm. Um, because at a wedding, food is going to be one of the things that people remember. Absolutely. Yeah, so 
if you're not happy with the food, your guests are probably not going to be happy with the food. And remember that you're the one paying the caterer. So if you have feedback, give it to the caterer. And if they're not able to adjust, then maybe you need to book someone else. And I say that specifically is because I remember I had a couple, um, they went for uh, a tasting and they loved the food, but mm. they wanted, you know, a bit more, a bit more seasoning, a bit more spicy here and there. And they were like, oh, we don't know how to say it. Or, and I was like, I can pass on the message, mm. but you're paying for this. Mm. So it has That's to be something you that it. you're happy with. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I passed on, on the feedback to the caterer and they were fine. They adapted it and it was great on the day. So don't be shy to tell the sure. people you're paying exactly what you want. Mm. Um, because you, want people to enjoy the food that you paid for on the day yeah sorry just to add that on the flip side you get people that then come for you know food tasting and they go actually it's food tasting so you've cooked a minimal amount Mm. which means it'll be perfect so what we do for those Dalton Thomases is to <laughs> is to kind of invite them again. So we have an event. Right? Okay. You're free, you know, we're going to have that packed food for you. You can just pick it up so that you taste the food from an event as well. Fine, okay. Um again, with us it's not a lot of marketing because I always say if Tasty can feed a thousand people every day, then two hundred guests is nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Think about the chains of restaurants we have. Wonderful. I know. Thank you. Um, where can where can the people find you guys online? Ooh, tasty African food. Google it. Flex. Google me. Oh, mic drop. I know. No, it's good. It's good. Um, for myself, oh. just Sophia Caris um, on on all platforms. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Hey, that's amazing. Holy <laughs> <laughs> baby. Well, wait, uh, ladies, thank you very much. It's thank been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Been an absolute pleasure. Um, that's it for my guys. Help you some. Yeah, bro. Who's your favorite caterer? Ah! <laughs> now this is it. This, huh? Who's your favorite caterer? Who's After my favorite today? caterer? I haven't tasted food. You didn't bring me any sample. You didn't. You haven't tasted tasty. I haven't. I haven't, I haven't Where do you live? Tasty. I live in undisclosed location. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to. I need to. I, when next are you here? You need to uh, get. We, you need to get a package. Let <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 um, on a more serious note. Yes, we, we'll we'll package. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. yeah you yeah. haven't tasted I've never it. Tasted I just tasted. shopping free food. You haven't tasted it. I haven't tasted it. No way. Fantastic. I should have said it earlier, innit? Yeah, no, no, we need to arrange. Taste is in the pudding. I'm, I need to I need to You have to. I need to verify. You have to. It's a very I look forward to it. I look forward to it. We're gonna arrange that. See how he didn't answer the question. Hey, uh, uh, sorry, I, I, I don't remember. Yeah. It was, I'm sorry, it's breaking up. <laughs> right, no offense. He hasn't tasted tasty, right? Viewers, he hasn't tasted. So the taste is in the pudding. When he does do the tasting, then he can judge. Indeed, indeed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ask me that question again. <laughs> oh, it's been a pleasure, guys. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Join us next time for some more fun. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>